The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, November 12th. It's a little drizzly outside, Mr. Brown. It was raining on us coming in. That means I can't take the new boat out yet. No, no, don't get that <laughs> no, thing wet. Get wet. Don't get it wet on the bottom Way too or to get it on wet. the top. I saw the picture. Here we are screwing up our whole intro, but that is a beautiful new boat you got. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I want to go for a ride in that. Okay, we'll do that. Uh, very You're... slow ride. We'll try trolling in it. We'll That's go to Folsom. We'll it's five mile an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm safe. That's the only place I'd meet you and get in that boat. There That's you for go. sure. Well, you folks, want to open your show now? <laughs> yeah, hey, folks, we've got a great show for you today. It's We're covering all the gambit all the way through. We're kicking it off in just a moment with the man himself, Captain James Smith, aboard the California Dawn. A fantastic week of fishing and crabs. It's like combo time, folks. It starts today, I believe. Everybody and his brother is going to want to be out on crab combo trips. Then we're heading up to Bad- Dega Bay. We'll climb on board the new Sea Angler with Rick Powers. Then it's back down to the Deltas. Captain Zach Medinas has got all kinds of info for you on Delta fishing, sturgeon fishing, and he's got a ladies' day trip out there. That means Virginia Salvador is going to be on board that boat leading the crowd, is my guess. And then, of course, hey, there's a big new winner at the Virgil Striper Derby. A buddy of mine won. One of the guys that has one of my Jetcraft boats, Jim Gilly. They call him Coach around Vacaville. He'll tell you all about his, get this, 45-inch, 37-and-a-half-pound striped bass he caught. Not bad. The big winner of the Virgil Striper Dirty. We'll talk to him live. Alan Fong, of course, talks to us, and he's got a great Texas deer hunt to tell us very little about, is my guess. But he'll have the information on that, and I'm going to grill him on 2D crappie fishing up at Lake Berryessa. You need to get into that great action. And James Netzel with Tidelines Guide Service live in the blind this morning. Duck hunting. We'll check in with him. He's been chasing those Metro Kings. We'll find out what's going on there. Steve Huber, you remember him. He's up in Crescent City. We'll be checking in live up there with him, find out what's going on in his neck of the woods. Steve Carson's got great info on our Penn Fishing University segment, and there's more, lots more, including Jeff Suhu out chasing Delta Stripers. But let's head right now to San Francisco. Well, he's out of San Francisco Bay right now. He's under the gate and heading out. He's chasing crab and probably a lot of rock and ling. After a great week on the water, let's climb on board the California Dawn with Captain James Smith. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Well, tell our listeners what you've been up to all week. It looks like you've had a fantastic week. Well, we've been up to more catching than fishing. It's been absolutely phenomenal um, out here. The rockfish, you know, the rockfish is rockfish. You can make it out to the islands. You could load a sack pretty quick. They've been biting really good um, every day. The limits out there, quality rock cod, it's, just, uh, it's on fire right now but the the big story here in the bay area is the dungeness crab and let me tell you i had a lot of folks a little leery about getting on you know early in this year because they're like oh well the hoops take too long and and, you know last year we spent a lot of time dialing those things in and um just the volume is up 
Hey, last, last year, you pioneered this hoop fishing for everybody out there. You were the first one that went out and invested thousands of dollars in these things and tried it all out and actually mastered it before the end of the season. No wonder you're catching crab for your clients. Yeah, you know, I mean, we've we've always had that I don't give up kind of attitude. And, and you know, when, when the uh, fishing game said no, traps last year it was you know it was, it was a kick between the legs like it was it was a tough pill to swallow and then we found a little loophole with the hoop nets and a lot of guys didn't believe it would work a lot of guys were just you know thinking well we'll just wait till traps so i wasn't going to do that and uh we got the hoops and it turned out pretty good well, and I, now look at where we're at and everybody seems to be happy because those hoops get checked every couple of hours and those crab just keep filling it up don't they yeah, uh, this year especially, you know, I've seen hoops with up to 18 Dungeness crab on, you know, on a one-hour soak. 18 keepers on a, pretty a, phenomenal. On like a 12-inch conical? That's a lot of crabs yeah. packed into that trap. Yeah, 30, well, we're running 30, they're 36 wide at the base, and they open up here to 20-inch. I had the gang from Promar Products come up all the way from San Diego yesterday because they're so blown away. These were lobster traps. It's kind of foreign to them too. I mean, they're they're kind of geeking out down in Southern California where <laughs> all the crowds were getting these things. It blew their mind yesterday. The guys came up and they're flying drones and getting getting some footage. So I'll, I'll share with all your listeners here in the next couple of weeks. But uh, gosh, you know, it's it's like a 180 from last year from when we were first trying these things out. And, you know, we had kind of a mess and we had hoops drifted all over the ocean and and to where we are now to where we're we're efficient. You know, we cut the time and literally in half with the hoops, fishing them from last year to this year, being effective. And, and you know, having this kind of volume, it sure doesn't hurt. There's there's just a lot of crab in the system here this year. And uh, hopefully this, this just continues, you know, until we uh, till the trap fishing opens back up. You know, every year this time of year, a lot of people like to get out and get that good fresh white meat that's out there and available uh, for the holidays. Is everybody concentrating on crab or a lot of them looking forward to getting their white meat too? Well, you know, it's split. You know, it, it's it's that crab is this, this time of year. You know, it takes center stage. Everybody wants crab in the Bay Area. It's synonymous. It's kind of our, our culture and heritage here, you know, living close to the city. Everybody comes here. What's the one thing they expect is Dungeness crab. And, and, you know, so this is the only way to provide it this time of year. It's pretty tough when you go to a store and you're paying, you know, 20-some bucks a pound for a crab that was caught last year, you know. So that's pretty much, you know, I, I work commercial for a lot of years there, as, as you guys well know. And um, most of our deliverers would come in and they would sit in the freezer for almost a year. And then, you know, your other options to go to Chinatown. And, you know, I don't know exactly what's in the water, but those things stay alive a long time in that tank. So, you want to guarantee fresh crab? You got to get a hoop. You got to get out here on your own personal boat, or jump on a party boat. Jump out with me, and come get them. But uh, they're they're nice this time of year. You get a lot of bigger crab because the commercial fleet hasn't been on the water. So your your possibilities of getting a uh, three pound crab are way up there. I'd be more than ha- I'd be more than happy to meet up with James and come get him. Yeah, I bet you would. <laughs> How about you, Seth? <laughs> I'll meet James anywhere. He already knows that. Isn't it about time for James to? 
to you know visit you on a Sunday at the and house? And the, then just subsequently, I or could be driving by. You could be driving in the neighborhood with a Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, here, it's, here comes my friends again, showing up out of nowhere. Uh, you know, I've but, always been your friend, Smith. So have I. Let's just go down and meet him at the boat. Yeah, I'll just Jesus. be standing on the dock, tapping my foot. You know, you got crab, yeah. crab for the elderly. <laughs> James, you got you got it all going for you right now, man. You got the you got the best hoops going. You're out there. You know how to work them. Everybody's catching on to it right now. You pioneered it, and you got to get the credit for it, man. There's no question about it. These things are working. They're working well. And to me, I'd rather be pulling them up all the time, checking them out, and just seeing what's going on down there on the bottom of the ocean, anyway. So it's all fun. And then, folks, pick up some great. <laughs> Rock and lingcod along the way too, and I imagine that's pretty fair fishing too right now. Yeah, no, everything's biting really good. And yes, if you come out on the boat, we're going to put you to work. We're going to make you carry traps around and dump bait jars and clean bait jars and bait wires. And there's plenty of work for everybody here. So everybody gets involved. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a lot of fun doing this thing out here. So What's so cool is worthwhile making the trip. Every time that pot comes up, especially the first couple of the trip, everybody goes, oh, wow. You know, that that's a cool time right then and there. That's a great experience, and that's what it's all about, getting out there, having a great time. And especially when you can get on board the California 1 or the California Dawn 2 and have an absolutely spectacular time on the water. James, give them all the hookup information they need so they can climb on board. Sure, the number here, 510-417-5557, or reach us on the web, CaliforniaDawn.com. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram, California Dawn Sport Fishing. Every day, seven days a week, we're laying up reports, posts, pictures of what's going on out here. And there's some great stuff going on. He just sent me some photos this morning, too, folks. Check it all out. Make your reservation, and don't miss out on this great crab season we've got right now. The advantage right now is the commercial season isn't going to open up until sometime in early December, maybe even later, as long as those whales are out there. But right now, the sport fishermen, us anglers, it's our opportunity to get out there all by our lonesome and have a great, great crab and rock and lingcod trip. James, thanks for hooking up with us and sharing with our listeners. We'll talk to you again next week, my friend. Thanks, guys. Have a great rest of the show. Yeah, and that address is 7277. I'll get. I'll email it to you, right? He knows I'll the be, way. I'll be, right, I'll be right over. Don't worry. I'm okay. sure that. I'll be waiting at the door. I'll see you then. Just hang out there. I'll be there. Yeah, I'm sure that one. All right. What a great guy. He always does come through with some spectacular stuff. We never told him that when we had to bail him out. <laughs> no, yeah, that's true. We never we never stood him up then, Sap. We're always there for him. That's right. Yeah, especially when the ties went around his drive. Allegedly chain. had to bail him out. You know, well, yeah. <laughs> James doesn't get bailed out. <laughs> Such a good dude. He, he is. It's a. It is a great he ride. Is so much a, fun because it's. You know, he'll be. He'll be on the. He'll be on a call. You know, a month from now, talking about something else that he's so passionately doing uh, on one of the boats. You know, but, whether it's tuna or halibut or lingcod or rock cod. He's certainly passionate about it. But the thing that I really see in James. He makes everybody on board that boat feel like they've been friends forever. Yeah. He yeah. walks around there talking to every one of them, working with them, cajoling right. with them, having a great time. And that's the mark it's, of a good captain. It is. Here. You know, a month ago, he was on here talking about catching bluefin tuna with inside of the Golden Gate. Yeah. And then, and then he'll be fighting sea bass. Yeah. I mean, and then he'll be long-ranging it on his weekend off going yeah. down for tuna down south. Yeah. So, that's a sportsman. You that's want to a, get on board with that guy for sure. It's a legend 
in the family with three generations out there banging the water right now. Yeah, that's so cool. Well, get out there and get on board one of the boats, folks, whether you're the California Dawn 1 or 2 or your favorite. Get out and have a blast. We'll be checking in with Bodega Bay right after this quick break. Y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiberglass glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle head to dixon and check out ron duprat ford you'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers i know i sure do family owned and operated since 1956 it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the president's award for excellence in customer service and sales when it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got go to the best ron duprat ford and dixon the number one ford parts and service department in northern california it's where i go for all my needs Sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Duckworth Boats. Hand built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship with models from 18 to 40 feet designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the entire line of Duckworth boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or Duckworth Boat. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now. 
more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and I'm going to take you now to Bodega Bay. That's right, one of the most beautiful places there is along our coast. Let's climb on board the new sea angler with Captain Rick Powers right now. Good morning, Captain. Hey, Rick. Good morning, Seth. There you are. I got you now, partner. Hey, Rick, what's been going on up in your neck of the woods with the crab action as well as the rock and lingcod? Uh-oh. He's coming and he's going, folks. That's just the way it works right now. Bodega Bay phone today? Yeah, it's Bodega he's Bay. He's probably pushed off the dock by now. If he's not, that's up close to the dock isn't always a good spot. Chris, see if you can uh, get him up again. But I talked to him yesterday, and they're still they're getting beautiful crab up there. Just exactly mm-hmm. what James said. They're a little bit north, obviously, about 40 miles north. And then kind of a bonus, too. They're doing the, the, the bottom fish and, and uh, rock cod stuff, too. That's right, and he's got just nonstop spots that he hits all over the place. Here he comes right now. Go ahead and pick him up for me, Chris. And Rick is back. Are you with me now, Rick? I'm there. I'm here. <laughs> all right, we got you now. Hey, I was just telling everybody about the great rock and lingcod action you have up there, too. But tell our listeners what's going on with crab. What are you experiencing up at, up there in Bodega? Wide open crab, Sep. I can't say enough about what's going on here. The last three days, we've been in by noon with, 300 crabs, 300 rockfish. We're catching a few lingcod. It's been absolutely red hot. And the good thing is short runs, big crabs, and lots of them. Uh, we never missed last year. We haven't missed yet this year. So um, it's been <laughs> as good as it gets. Is it ridiculously good, or is this just a phenomenal season? But compared to last year or maybe that big year we had four or five years ago, how is it stacking up to those? Well, you know, we never missed last year. We got on them opening day last year with these hoops. Uh-oh. He's uh, mysteriously lost him again. He's, he's drifting around out there. Yes. But as you heard with us talking to James earlier today, the hoops do work well, and Rick has jumped right on them too. Another one of the guys that's a pioneer back there, when it comes to saltwater fishing, this guy has been down there for probably 40 years of yeah. experience. He knows every spot. Well, he is Bodega Bay. Pub. You know, the, the Abs- restaurant, the, he's got so much stuff going on. Absolutely. And if you want great fish and chips, just stop in at the fish and chips place up on the corner. Up on the corner, up on the hill. Yeah, exactly right. Well, we're going to go ahead and skip on past it right now. It's just too much to try to deal with it right now. So... I think what we're going to do is scoot on over to our good friend, Captain Zach Medinas, right now. And Zach is out in the Delta with a, he's, well, not that one, Sep, this one. Zach has got some interesting people on board that are all probably better sturgeon fishermen than he. Let's check in with Gatecrashers Fishing Adventures, Captain Zach Medinas on his Ladies' Day sturgeon trip. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Are you wearing a dress, too? Yeah, <laughs> my eyelashes are curled, and uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm leg- ready to go. I'm sure leggings and purple Uggs. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be sitting you down doing all kinds of things later on today. <laughs> Who all have you got on board today? I hear you got a lot of local lady deckhands aboard. Yeah, I got Jessie. She helps out on the salty lady. I've got Annie and the Get Mago. She helps out with the uh, gather sport fishing, and of course, I got Virginia, and I got. Two ladies that I don't know yet, but I'm going to meet them today, and and they're one of them's a 
I think a second or third generation commercial fisherman. So, yeah, I've got a pretty pretty talented crew today. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, the captain's got to act like a pro today with all those assistants on board, doesn't he? No, no, I, I get to turn a lot over to them. So I, my expectations are flipped right back at them. So I'm hoping they can uh, make my day real easy. Well, your co-captain there, Virginia Salvador, is a great asset to have on board. I'm sure she can take over and you can take a nap. No, that's that's definitely true. You know, that's what we've worked on over the years. And, uh, yeah, I could drop dead tomorrow and she could, <laughs> she could run that boat and, and keep shooting on par, keep catching those fish for sure. Well, tell our listeners what's been going on as far as Sturgeon Act there. I understand the bite has been pretty consistent for guys, and the fish are still in typical spots right now. Yeah, we got some rain, and that was a big game changer. You know, we usually have a pattern where the fish will – be up in the pittsburgh area in the early part of the season then when we get rain they get pushed down and the guys down there in martinez right along the bridge uh they don't have far to go now you know they just right right on the other side of the bridge right where the glomar used to be they've got really good fishing there right now boy that's where i fished all my life all the time out by the side of that and that big sandbar that was out there we used to go back and forth through there over that sandbar and get stuck so many times. It wasn't even funny. See, we didn't have locators when I was a kid. We had flashers. I wonder what that big flash is two feet under the boat. Thud as your boat stops cold. <laughs> Zach, are you are you fishing deep? Are you fishing shallow? Is it? I saw there's a full moon out there. Is that having an impact on your action? You know, I I you know we basically have been mixing it up and doing a little bit of both and. I've been finding some real good success just getting away from everybody, you know. And it's funny, you know, you mentioned that. I was I had a real seasoned group of guys, a bunch of retirees, and they were talking about the days without GPS and using, you know, triangulating areas that, you know, he was teaching my young deckhand how you look at this, look to your right, look to your left, and that's that's where it is, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, I mean, we're – Yeah, we're, that's, we're that's at least that accurate. Good. That's at least accurate within a 1,000 yards probably too. <laughs> right, those are the bad old days. Yeah, yeah. God forbid that truck you're using to triangulate moves. Right, right. But uh, yeah, no, it's been it's been really good fishing. We had a triple yesterday, and uh, had a grandfather and and his uh, son and grandson who's going into the Air Force. Three, three, two veterans and one that's uh, soon to be a veteran. And uh, yeah, great, great group of guys. Good family. They had a triple. They caught a big oversized flew out of the water right next to the boat. I. I just started putting a little bit up on my social media, but I'll be off on Monday, so I'll get a chance to put a lot of that content up then if they want to, people want to look at it. Well, typically this is the season that everybody starts getting into a lot of sturgeon action as the water gets a little murky and more and more flows are coming down the system. But you guys have proven that year-round sturgeon fishing can be had, and there's no doubt about the efficiency of it. What seems to be your best offerings right now? You know, if you if you have some eel, you know, or if you go to some of these places on the outskirts that still might have a few buried down at the bottom of the freezer, you know, the eel works really good. Uh, salmon row works great as well. And, you know, October, November, that's the best two months for uh, this fall striped bass in the Delta. So if you got ghost shrimp on or some type of shrimp, you know, you might get a limited bass and you might catch a few sturgeons. So it's all pretty much working. Are you getting any of these stripers mixed in uh, on strikes with the uh, sturgeon right there off the bottom too? Yeah, we, we, we pulled in a nice one just in that area we were talking about by the Glomar, uh, nice eating size. I think it was 20, 25 inches and uh, caught another one that was 22. So anytime I'm catching them and I'm catching them on eggs, uh, the guys that are actually targeting them, whether they're bullheads, mudsuckers, or shad, or whatever, they're going to do really well. 
Well, I'm sure you know where Dorilio's Boat Harbor is over there in Crockett. And uh, that was one of my hangouts as a kid. Our parents would take us over there. Let's talk about child abandonment. At five years old, (laughs) ten years old, they would dump us 20 miles away from our home and then come back and get us eight hours later. And we'd be sitting there thinking, boy, those french fries we ate at lunch sure went away. I'm starving to death, but this fishing is fun. And we're catching for 12 and 14-inch stripers off a dock, having the time of our lives. Yeah, no, I I was talking about that the other day with some people. And, you know, your folks dropped you off somewhere. Hey, I'm going to pick you up at 5 o'clock right by that big oak tree. But, you know, in between then and then, you're on your own, man. You had to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, I learned how to fish all day from that. I learned that my mother and my father would both go into the bar at Dorilio's and give the guy a couple of dollars (laughs) to keep an eye on us out there just on the side. But they never told us that. You realize that I would do the same thing to you today. I would drop you off at the dock and leave you there and tell you I'll pick you up at 5. There's probably about 15 guys that would do that, and they'd forget their watch, and they'd forget 5 o'clock. Exactly right. So, you you know, your parents had a lot in common with a lot of us. I'm certain they did. (laughs) Except my dad had a a belt and a pair of wingtip shoes to die for. Zach, actually. My dad. Go ahead. My dad had a hand that my dad had a hand that a big Portuguese guy had a hand that could palm a basketball. When that thing hit you, it it, it left a mark. Man. <laughs> you know, yeah, I listened to him. Yeah, yeah, you pay quick attention when you find out what pain is all about. But in today's world, they don't do that. They everyone gets a trophy. Everyone should get yeah. one. Well, I'm sure you've yeah. got six trophies for everybody on board today. Zach, sturgeon fishing is a blast out there, folks. If you haven't caught one of these big prehistoric fish yet. It's a great feeling. The only feeling better than catching it is watching it swim away when you let it go. Zach, give them all the hookup info they need. Yeah, you want to come out and catch some sturgeon with a guy that's been doing it for a really long time, knows the Delta very well, come out and fish with us. You can get a hold of us at 925-497-7171. You want to go online, gatecrasherfishing.com, and you can also follow our results on Instagram and Facebook where we put up all the content we're talking about, no fish stories. You can see it all right there. Well, his dad might have had a big hand, folks, but his instructor, Mr. Rich Tipton, Captain Rich Tipton, taught him well. He's one of the best sturgeon fishermen out there. Zach, have a great day with the ladies. I hope you guys catch some hogs, and if you do get into something, give us a shout back. Let us know what's going on. Amen, and thanks for having me on the show. Captain Zach Medinas with Gate Crasher Fishing Adventures. Make sure you climb on board the first opportunity you have. Quick break right now. When we come back, it's RVs and destinations, and then we're going to talk to the winner of the Virgil's Big Striper Derby, Jim Gilly. Everybody around Vacaville calls him Coach. He'll tell you all about this big monster striper he landed. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. 
Fish. Brands is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lowrance offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive Advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Brad's sight, scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's super baits and cut plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's killer fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of Awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Here's one for you. Getting ready to hit the road this weekend? Well, if you're a seasoned traveler, your RV already has the tools on board to handle most emergencies like pliers, wrenches, duct tape, all the essentials. But you still need to double check on things like flashlights, lanterns. Do the batteries need changing? Do you have extra batteries on board? How about your first aid kit? Did you replace the band-aids you used on your last trip? Have you got plenty of gauze and sterile material? Have you got plenty of sunblock, lotions, bug bite remedies, sunglasses? Is there enough toilet paper on board for God's sakes? Bags for garbage and trash? How about road flares? Check the generator and fuel. You'll certainly need windshield cleaner. That's the way it is. It's just like being at a home. You're just on your home on the road. Think things through and plan your meals plus snacks that you need, especially if you're going to stay in a semi-secluded location, not close to a general store. This is important if you're planning on spending longer or more than just a weekend trip. You can restock on the road, but you'll need to locate a major grocery outlet with parking spaces that can accommodate your RV rig. And while you're thinking meals, be sure to turn on the RV refrigerator a day or two before you leave so it'll be cold and ready to go when you are. 
Besides thinking through your meals, think about other supplies you might need too, like cool weather gear, extra blankets, dish soap, cleanser, laundry detergent, plus games, decks of cards and books. It might rain, you might not have internet, and the TV might not always work. Be sure to check out your travel apps covering your destination. They can help you make your plans, locate campgrounds and RV parks, and put you on the right roads to travel and more. So your RV becomes more and more like a home the more you travel in it. It's a wonderful way to get out and enjoy the outdoors. And the more you go, the more efficient you become. And with a checkoff list, you'll be pretty calm and heading out on your next adventure. Enjoy yourself. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Further, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, you know, many, many years ago, I received uh, my first boat from Jetcraft. Uh, it was just an absolutely shocking experience. They said, we're going to bring you down a boat to you. So, yeah, right. Uh-huh. Marilyn said, I'll believe it when I see it. One day, Bruce Wassum, the president of Jetcraft Boat, drove up in front of the house and left that boat off for me and drove off. I couldn't believe it. It was quite a feeling. It was about 25, 30 years ago or longer, and I know where that boat is right now. That boat is sitting over in Vacaville at a friend of mine's house by the name of Jim Gilly. I get a message from Virgil's Tackle Shop just a couple of days ago that says, by the way, first day, your friend and ours caught the biggest striped bass we've seen in a long time, 37.5 pounds and 45 inches long. The winner of the Virgil's Striper Derby, Mr. Jim Gilly, joins us live. Good morning, Jim. Good morning. Good morning. Congratulations to you for starters. I'm sure that uh, the ego got inflated and all your buddies are just jealous as hell right now. And that's the part that counts. <laughs> by the way, by the way, 27 years I've had that boat. It's an excellent boat. I know. I, it's been many, many years, that's for sure. And uh, if one thing, Jim, we, and I see them every couple of weeks, by the way. It's not like we're strangers. Um <laughs> I go over there and I look, there's my old boat sitting there, and he still talks about the quality and the welds and the way it was put together and built and everything. Quite a nice boat, and it's lasted you that long. Excellent, excellent boat. Well, did that boat drive you over to the spot where you were able to get this big striper, or did somebody else take you there? Oh, no. Oh, no. It it was always in my boat. uh, Winter's been the first, second, and third fish has been caught a couple of times in my boat but never by me but uh, that's the first time for me so it's yeah it's an excellent boat jim i've known you for many years well over 30 probably now and one of the things that i do know is you live out in the sassoon cut area and that whole area of the bay why do you hang out there so often yeah i know it i can go out there day and night it doesn't matter what time of the day it is and 
and the weather. Even if the wind comes up, you've got somewhere to tuck in, and there's plenty of fish in there. Plenty. Well, let's let's talk about the day you hooked that little devil up. What were you using out there? How did your day start? I imagine trying to catch some bait would be a good start to a day. Oh, yeah. We spent about three hours trying to catch bait. Had one one live one and missed a couple. Uh, and I get a nervous wreck when I'm bait fishing. It's almost more important than fishing. But And after, you know, a buddy of mine came in with a, he'd caught, he'd fished the night before and had a dead one that he'd caught three fish on. So we took it. And I said, well, let's go. We better get these things in the water. And out we went, and we put them in. And on the incoming tide, after about, oh, a couple hours, uh, the dead bait took off again. And I said, boy, look at that dead thing swim. And my buddy boosted up and got an 18-pounder. Yeah, it was a nice fish. Well, you get an 18 yeah. before, that's got to be like, wow, there's our big fish for the day. It's over. <laughs> yeah, because we usually fish at night. That's the first year we've fished only during the day because he had a hip replaced and he needs another one. And I've got this sciatica playing games with me. So I said, you know what? I don't need to be that uncomfortable and, you know, all that kind of stuff at nighttime, even though it's a piece of cake. I've done it for years. So, but uh, yeah, so we fished during the day this year. This yeah. is this is starting to sound like another episode of the Golden Girls, like the one we had up at Pyramid Lake a couple of days ago. You know, you get a bunch of old codgers out there fishing, and we are old codgers at our age. But what a great experience, Jim. I know you had – who else was on board with you? I had Bruce Johnson. Bruce Johnson, a buddy of mine. We've fished the last five, six, seven years or whatever it was together. And, uh, yeah, like I said, he picked up an 18, and then I caught that one on the outgo. Uh, but it was good. It was real good. You can catch uh, live bait out there in the Delta, folks, and turn around and use it for bait to catch the stripers. A lot of guys use bluegills. Some guy use crappie for them. You can use split tails. You can use all kinds of stuff. The bottom line here is the right place at the right time. Jim, are you fishing holes or are you fishing shallows? Uh, no, we we fish both. On the income, I fish in the shallows, and uh, outgo, we fish. We were in 15 feet of water, so it's not real deep, but you know, on the income, we're fishing in you know, six, seven feet of water, you know, and and then the outgoing, I go to a spot where we got it's, uh, between 14 and 16, 17 feet of water. Well, I, I know exactly what happens when you hang a big fish. You stick it and you go, oh, this is a nice one. But how did you feel the first glance you had of that fish rolling in the water? Actually, at first, I, I was worried, hoping it wasn't a sturgeon because it was pretty heavy. <laughs> and then, like I said, it swirled and we still didn't get up. A look and I could see the squirrel a long ways away from my line. I thought, holy mackerel. And then it came up and I said, holy mackerel. Yeah. Yeah, nice sized fish. Oh, it was a dandy. That was, it was a good one. Did you sit there and continue fishing or did you pick up the anchor and haul butt back into Virgil's? We fished probably for about another 15 or 20 minutes and just kept looking at each other and said, you know what? Let's saddle. Oh, the wind was starting to come up. We were fishing the algoes, so you're going to be, and we were in an exposed area. So I said, you know, we're just going to fight this wind. Let's saddle up. And besides that, my smile went from here to here. So, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hard to, it's going to be hard yeah, to wipe that smile off your face. I'm certain. Oh yeah, I got about 350 more days I can smile, and then we can do it again or whatever. But at least I got it, you know. Absolutely, so it was a good deal. Well, Jim, congratulations on catching the. Uh, biggest striper in the Virgil Striper Derby this year. Eric was really proud when he called us up, sent us over a text with all the information on it. So folks, if you have the opportunity, stop by Virgil's right there in Sassoon City. They got all the bait you'll ever need and everything else in there, including those adult beverages and ice and all kinds of stuff that you need anytime you're going out on a hunt like Jim and his buddies did. 
Jim, thanks again for joining us today on the show. And more importantly, thanks for taking good care of that boat and for showing people how they can truly put time in and end up catching the fish of their dreams because you just did it. And I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, Jim, you have a good one. And by the way, all you folks out there that don't know who the hell Jim Gilly is in Vacaville, that's Coach, in case you didn't know. Jim, and, and if you don't know his striper, you can look at our uh, oh, California yeah, Sportsman right. Facebook Go page. Go to California Sportsman Facebook page right now. You'll see Jim standing there with his monster fish Absolutely. Hanging, hanging right there at Virgil's. Jim, thanks a lot, bud. You have a good one, and uh, let me know when you're going again. I'd like to go catch a 35-, 40-pounder myself. <laughs> All right, then. We, Thank you, guys. Eh? We can do that and easily on one-day trip, I'm sure. Have a great one, Jim, and congratulations again. You know, he's a great guy. He was a teacher there in Vacaville, and i got to tell you, he is a dedicated striper fisherman, no question about it. Fishing is fun, but hooking is the only way. We're going to show you how to catch some fish today. Well, that sound can only mean one thing. The man himself, the rod father, Mr. Alan Fong, joins us live. Good morning, Alan. Morning. How you guys doing? Hey, we're doing fine. How was your deer hunt? Yeah, it was fun. Uh, you know, always have a good time up there visiting Ralph and... He's got an amazing ranch. You know, there's a lot of 200, 200 class deer up there, and it's just fun to watch them. Well, he went back to tech. He went back to Texas and got on a private ranch back there and had a wonderful hunt, like he does just about every single year. Are you back home now? Yeah, I'm back. I I go there every year to visit him. You know, he's got um, he you know he's from here. Can yeah. you know him? And, yeah, yeah. You know how he does everything. He does it first class, and he's the first guy to ever uh, get a white-tailed deer over 250, and that was probably about eight years ago, and he's got a beautiful ranch there, and there's a lot of deer on it, but some days, you know, we didn't even see them. It's like, you know, even though it's high fence, but Texas, 97% of the land is owned by the people, so there's fences everywhere, but it's an amazing state. Well, there's no doubt about it. Some great opportunities back there. People have created fantastic hunting without question. And uh, some of the most uh, exciting, I'm surprised you haven't tried it yet, is the helicopter for hogs. Yeah, I might get seasick. You might get airsick <laughs> might be a better way to put it. Yeah, I'm afraid I'm afraid. me and a Thompson submachine gun from a helicopter helping them eradicate pig populations might be a thing of the past. <laughs> But, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, you had on uh, your YouTube channel, you did a thing on the 3D crappie fishing. Very informative, opened my eyes, showed me how to really work things, telling me how to use the locator when the fish are out to the side. Remember, they can be out 60 feet. But you came back and did another follow-up on that with 2D for crappie fishing that came out this week. I did the first one I did. I used all the high-tech stuff, you know, and it makes it so much easier. I could see them. You know, I could spot the trees, you know, 150, 200 feet away from me, mark it, and go over there, drop the live down there, and actually see the tree and the fish. See my lure go down, see it disappear. And then, you know, a lot of guys would get on there and say, well, you know, I don't have $15,000 in electronics, which it, it is expensive. But, you know what, so I turned around the next week, and I did it with basic 2D sonar. I used to use flashers and then paper graph, and then, you know, as it all – you know to the technology it is today but i did it with 2d and i showed them how to do it it just takes longer to locate them 
fact, that guy, Ralph, back in Texas, you know, we fished. I went there, white bass and crappie, and he's still old school. So he does it with 2D, and he drops a buoy, goes around, and drops another buoy just until he could narrow it down there, you know, where you're right on top of the tree. And I told him with my live, Ralph, I've been fishing a half hour ago. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the technology makes a huge difference. There's no doubt about it. Well, oh, yes, it does, but you still can do it with the old stuff. Well, you showed how easy it is. You just don't look for the fish swimming around as much. You look more for your structure and your bottom structure. And then probably the key point is what level the thermocline is at, where they're hanging, and then finding the edge of the thermocline where it comes near structure or ground, right? Yeah. You don't have to have a unit that strong to pick up the thermocline because sometimes it's really hard to see. You just turn it on and get in deep water and look where all the fish are. Could yeah. be carp, could you know, catfish, could be. In the old you know. days, they used to say, "Well, what do you have to do to turn it up so you can see the thermocline?" And I'm thinking, you don't care where the thermocline is. You want to know where the fish are. Turn on your unit where you see the fish is the thermocline. That's where they're hanging. Yeah, right. It's right, the thermocline will be right below them. I guarantee you. Absolutely. So just put it in there, folks, and it it will work. Now, Alan, you were using a lot of the really small lures and stuff for him. The uh, you were I don't know what did you have a, a split tail well, on we, there? Was that Strike King? No, a lot of them. You know, we're using two inch bait, and uh, I use a lot of Strike King crappie jigs and high techs. I use we switch up because a lot of times the crappie will quit biting, and then you switch up, and then you start catching them again. But, you know, they're big there. I mean, the, a small one would be like three-quarters to a pound. The big ones are over two pounds. Yeah. I used to fish under the docks there with uh, Claude Davis. Uh, he taught me a lot of stories about how to fish for crappie. He taught me a great deal. But more importantly, we were getting like three-quarters of pounders down there. But you get out in the main body of the lake, and you can be trolling for trout or kokanee and you can hang about a two pound crappie out there and the reason for that is you're going over the top of those trees that alan's been talking about yeah so i just went out there turned that side imaging on and located them and dark catching the heck out of them and we're out in timbuktu you know there's you know people can look and watch the video all they want but to go find it if you don't have the right electronics or know how good luck well, there's one little scene there where you're doing a talking to that's got a big tower in the background on the hill that kind of gives it away. But my guess is you weren't fishing there. You stopped there later on, on your way back in to do that recording. Eh, I could have. <laughs> well, well, I went over there to look, you know, because those, those marinas in the past have been deadly, but the, the water's so shallow right now, those marinas are really out of play it was only 15 feet deep and normally i'm in there in 35 40 yeah and you see how many fish are down there the fish are everywhere and there are a lot of small bass probably a lot of carp in there too bluegill sunfish everything yeah. else milling around there's so many boat dogs in markley cove right now and it is shallow that it's just a it's like a nursery out there and you can fish the fringe of it you know a lot of people start fishing before they even get to the five mile an hour buoy that's what i used to do get the lines down and get started man yeah, you can. And I'm sure there's a bunch of, you know, crappie under those docks that now at Markley, there's so many docks. And, you know, those fish only like certain areas. So, you know, you might spend a half a day just searching the dock. Well, and you see the size so, of the minnows. My goodness, some of those minnows are three, four inches long right now that are swimming around. You wonder how some of these crappie can get them down. Oh, yeah. We were, when we were crappie fishing the other day, 
I saw the grease start moving towards me on this one break, so I just picked up a spoon and three casts, three bats. It's crazy. Yeah. It's a good fishery right now, and it's probably going to get a little bit better. We'll find out. That's for sure. Well, folks, if you haven't checked out Alan Fong Outdoors on YouTube, you need to be checking it out. Check out especially the 2D for crappie that he just did this week, and he's got his latest fishing report after that. Mondays, he's got all kinds of tips, techniques, and usually from a location. And on Wednesdays, he's got a full-fledged fishing report to give you the weekend Nobody's going to be fresher with information than Alan Fong's report, except us, because we're talking to you on the weekend. (laughs) Alan, thanks so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you on the show regularly with us, and we look forward to you coming again next week. All righty. See you guys later. You have a great one. Alan Fong with Fisherman's Warehouse Stores, our rod father, and Alan Fong Outdoors. Make sure you get a subscription to it. It's free. Really easy to do. Check it out. Hit the subscribe button. It'll be waiting for you every single week, twice a week. Thanks, Al. We'll talk to you again soon. Let's take a quick break right now. When we get back from this, Mr. Mike Ogden, he's got everything you need to know about saltwater, crabs, rock and ling, and where the hell the salmon are. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171. And learn more at GateCrasherFishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up! Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny LaPinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.BucksOutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. There's, There's a, a new, new ghost, ghost in town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West 
West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle, 916-692-8520. Rance is the leader in marine electronics, design and manufacturing, and their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive Advantage Service Program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? And I just wanted you to know that thing you see out in front of you right now is called time. So go ahead. Tell us what the <laughs> heck is going time. on. <laughs> <laughs> it's not often I get well, to you with that kind of time. No, it's not. Um, I guess Kent must be in the, the studio again today. Oh, he is. He is. That's okay. We got Rick Powers on hold. I wanted to finish a conversation with him because I lost him earlier, but I'm sure you'll be filling in a lot of those blanks right now. Mike, uh, everybody seems to be having a great time catching crab, and there's tons of white meat available out there, too, with the rock and ling action. There is, and it's just the, the the weather yesterday. Oh my God! It was like like one of the, one of those rare winter days where it's just laid out like a like a dairy pond, slick, no wind, no swell, just a beautiful, beautiful time. I don't know about uh, Rick's uh, ling count, but lings were biting really well for us. Um, rockfish, the grabbing has been great for everybody. Everyone's getting easy limits of crabs, and that's going to continue. For the listeners that don't know, we can't fish the the pot gear right now because there's so many whales offshore. So we're fishing hoop gear, and you have to attend the hoop gear. It has to be pulled no more than two hours apart. What's really optimal is about 45 minutes to an hour. If you're cycling through every one of your rings, within that hour's time, you're going to be seeing quality crabs. It seems that on the longer soaks that the bigger crabs, they jump in first, they get first dibs, and then they get out. So about an hour soak time works really well if you're on a private boat. And most party boats, we put in just enough gear where it takes us about one hour to circle around and go through them. And we're seeing about, I want to say, around six, you know, sometimes more crabs, uh, depending on, on, on the bottom. But we're getting limits fairly quickly. That leaves plenty of time to go chase rockfish and lean cod. Ricky loves to go south. Uh, he has a million honey holes down there. I mean, that guy is just, a, he's a hes a rock fishing machine, and he just knows every reef and bump um, on the Sonoma Coast. And uh, us greenhorns that only have 30 years' uh, experience, uh, we, we typically will go up north a lot of days. That's where uh, the, the real magic was yesterday. Uh, fishing around Arch Rock and stuff like that. So it's been been limits, and it's been really good, really good out the gate. Emeryville's been reporting limits of, of crabs and rockfish in the Fairland Islands. Half Moon Bay, uh, same thing. And uh, you know, my buddy Gary Blassie up in uh, Eureka, he's been pulling some nice uh, 
limits of, of crabs as, as well. So we have a lot of crabs on the coast, and it's going to stay this way until the whales disappear. And uh, Mr. Chuck Bonham, the director of uh, Fish and Wildlife, opens up crabbing to pot fishing for the commercial fleet. I don't think that's going to be until possibly after Christmas. Seth. It, there Apparently, there are a lot of whales hanging around. Is it the warm water fingers? Is it just ideal conditions? What is it that's keeping them around so long? It's, you know, we're seeing a, a little global warming. Uh, over the last four years, we've seen a phenomenal new biomass of anchovies that have been holding off of our, our coast almost year-round. You get out to 30 to 50 fathoms, depending on the on, on the time of year, and there's just huge balls of the anchovies. Well, with, with all this feed, the whales are coming because the whales follow where the heaviest feed is, and on top of it, the whale population is building. They're getting bigger. You know, Their numbers are getting stronger and stronger, and uh, unfortunately, some of these animals have been tangled in the commercial gear. The, the commercial fleet got sued three years ago along with the, uh, the estate, um, and it's really affecting the way that we can crab here in, in California. It does not affect, for some reason, it doesn't affect Oregon and Washington because the, uh, the whales obviously don't go up there. They just stay in California. Uh, yeah, that's but, what I hear. They're California whales, and they know where the borders are. There's a fence there, yeah, and uh, they, don't, they, don't, they don't cross it. But we're, uh, we're anticipating a great season uh, on the Real Magic. Uh, Jeff and uh, Kim Berger, who have bought the boat, uh, and, and I'm working with them to build up a, a great, fun couple out of the Sacramento area. They're, uh, the Real Magic is full for November, but there's lots of space in December. And uh, they also offer a few limited uh, evening trips. When the weather's calm and the boat is in early with, with limits, if you have at least four people, they can get you out for a crab-only trip in the afternoon. So. Don't be shy about calling if you're down in the Bodega Bay uh, area. Hey, I got a quick question. Why do they call this weekend like the opening of combination season? Like um, crab combos and rockfish. We've been doing it all along, but it's like this is the big kickoff weekend for crab combos. Well, we used to open on the on the the, the Saturday preceding the second Tuesday of November. So that could be it. We now open on the Saturday closest to November 1st. And that's why you've probably heard that. Maybe that's a, yeah, a, 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 a holdover of the I'm sure it seasons. is. Yeah, the us asinine, old guys. The asinine things that people come up with <laughs> to establish a season. It's the Saturday preceding the second Tuesday. Yes, but it's also, but only from the fence post with barbed wire and the U.S. Forest Service sign to the restroom over at the far side of the field. That's the way it's laid out sometimes. And, and, and sport fishing right now is going to be your only way to get fresh local crab on your table for Thanksgiving or it looks like possibly even Christmas. So I would get your dates booked now because boats everywhere are filling quickly. That's why we were dropping really subtle hints to James Smith. Earlier Those weren't too. that subtle. Well, like a atom bomb maybe no you were giving him your address and telling him what time we'd be standing out front of the house oh that's right that was kind of subtle <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 well no, see i know mr ogney also is a co-owner of one of these boats right. and he doesn't dare come to my house without without crap, crap. yeah there you have it you got that mike oh, no, so, don't even so think shoot me. about coming so shoot me he almost so shoot came, me. he almost came by 
what was it yesterday you called me you were without coming crab by? without crab and i think he doesn't have crab he ain't stopping here he's an intrusion <laughs> into my day now if you had said hey seb i got a couple crab from maryland here i would have welcomed you in and fixed your cocktail <laughs> well next time or guys the, the, the two of you come down anytime we'll jump out in the afternoon and send you home fat and happy with a with a cooler full of uh, of uh, crabs it's yeah. happening and as long as the weather is good limits are going to remain the norm up right through christmas time is is my belief i don't see fish and wildlife opening up uh to, to pot fishing anytime soon there you have it, folks, from the guy that knows what's going on in saltwater, Mr. Mike Ogney. Mike, thanks for hooking up with us. Real quick, give them the information number for Real Magic so they can get a hold of them and get a trip booked. It's super simple. 707-875-BOAT. We got to keep it simple. We're all fishermen. Mike, thanks for hooking up with us today. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks, guys. Hey, you know how it works. There's a whole nother hour right around the corner here, and we're going to be kicking it off with Live in the Blind with Captain James Netzel. That's right. Somebody's got water. Hopefully, he's got ducks. We'll be checking in with him and a lot more guys on the water right after this quick break. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point's bird season is underway. We're planting pheasants, quail, and chucker Wednesday through Sunday from 8 to 3 through March. Come out and do some day shoots or purchase a bird card. Quail Point's a great place to bring the family. If you have young kids not ready to carry a shotgun, have them bring their BB gun and walk the field with you. It's a great way to work on gun safety, and it's way more fun than just walking. Take a break off and on and let them get some shots in, carry some birds in their vest, and get in on the action. If you have any questions, check out quailpoint.com or give us a call at 530-735-6217. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lowrance Electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. 
now. More California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and it is a busy time out there. There is stuff going on everywhere. Not to mention the great fishing opportunities, not to mention the hunting that's going on out there. Believe it or not, there's actually a duck season going on. But Kind of. <laughs> I've heard there's a duck Well, season. the guys that have water shepherds shoot the heck out of them. They're doing really well. It's just our clubs are very limited this year. There's just not a lot of, A, there was a cutback in how much rice was planted. And then, obviously, if they don't plant, they don't put decomp water down. So it's uh, it's limited. Well, you know, the pathway down to our neck of the woods from the north is dry is totally dry we're yeah. Thule's closed all these are closed yeah. and the shasta something else i read is closed yeah the refuges have very little water they're not going to open for a while and they're just but where a lot you of see water there are birds now yeah big time a lot of them are local birds so it doesn't look like you're any well, huge flocks coming seeing up. some widgeon and and uh Saw a lot through that storm earlier in the week. Um, heard a lot of birds at night, um, mainly geese, but heard a lot of birds at night. Well, let's go climb live in the blind right now. Hopefully, that's where he's at with Captain James Netzel, Tight Lines Guide Service, out on a duck hunt this morning at his club. Good morning, James. Good morning there, Sap. Yeah, I wish it was Tuesday. Tuesday was pretty phenomenal. We had three limits in a little bit over an hour. Wow. Kind of nice. What's it looking like yeah. today out there? Uh, a little bit slower. Um, I'm with Ryan Hoskin of High Five Guide Service today. Uh, just no wind. Uh, I mean, we get we got what five or six birds down. We should have about twenty, but uh, that's duck hunting. <laughs> Is it the shooting capabilities or just uh... gun shoot straight uh, every time? I, I, I brought my wrong shells. I brought my right-handed shells, and I I, I need the left-handed shells. That way, I don't have to lead the birds. <laughs> well, it, what is nice is that you're getting some birds. Oh, a lot of, lot of guys out there aren't getting anything at all. Are you still there? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm happy. They had a yeah. they had a widgeon come flying by. I think right, I heard I somebody so. say, "Well, James, uh, tell us where you're hiding at. What uh, area you're working in the state?" Uh, right now, uh, I'm in. I'm right next to Gray Lodge, uh, right by the underground goose storage or something like that. I'm not sure exactly where. I'm, I just followed the GPS. All you know is I'm right next to Gray Lodge. All you're doing is looking up into the air anyway. What the heck? Well, James, yeah. uh, I know you were doing a little uh, test day on Kings on Friday. How did that go, working the SAC Metro Kings? Uh, it, 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 I got the results I expected, not catching anything. Uh, there were maybe about a dozen boats out there. Water temperature's perfect, you know, 53 to 54 degrees. Uh, weeds are not a problem. Uh there's just no flow, and the, the fish aren't hugging the bottom. They're still five feet off the bottom. Uh, you almost need downriggers to uh, get the accurate depth. But uh, yeah, just you don't need to be. You know, if you're losing gear, uh, then you're too fishing too deep. You actually need to be off the bottom. But uh, it's late fall season, so you never know when they're going to come up. They they should be here any time now. Big, bright, clean fish, and it's probably going to be better than the fall run. Well, the late fall run is always a bigger fish. There's no question about that. Everybody looks forward to it. I just hope that when they come racing through that they don't just blow past everything heading up. I'm just concerned about what happened to all these other fish. I'm sure some of them had died or some of them have just slowly rotted away holding in the system until it was uh, time for them to spawn. But I'm sure that enough of them have made it to our hatcheries right now or those numbers will be reached probably so we have adequate returns to the hatcheries. But you would think the action would be better even with these fish holding. 
because they shut down. They don't eat anymore once they enter the system. All their internal organs start to shrink. They don't even swallow at that point. They're just aggressively ticked off and wanting to go up there and breed. Are you seeing any type of jumping around or moving forward? Are these are the fish moving at all, or are they just plain sitting still? That I, the ones that I saw on my graph, uh, the few that I saw were definitely, there might have been one or two that I think were late falls just by, you, you can tell by the arch if it's a quick-moving fish or if it's a fish just kind of sitting there. So, I mean, you, you, you know, my buddy was fishing from the shore down at Hood, and the water so clear that he was able to see five or six swim by. Uh, with the clear water, that's the problem is they get that damn clear water. You almost need to drag your anchor for the first couple hours just to muddy the water up a little bit. Yeah. But, what you, yeah. What are you hearing on stripers, just real quick, what, on the uh, Delta striper action? Well, the problem is the water temperature is low, uh, so the trolling bite is really slowed down. you got to use live bait. And at $4 a mudsucker, I can't afford to uh, go out there and do that. <laughs> it's too expensive for me. So you only need, what, three, four dozen of them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, two hundred dollars worth of bait. That gets a little pricey out there. Hopefully, that'll uh, get a little bit more under control when we see some more bait out there. And yeah. I know the important thing for you when I hear a call like His that. His guide is going. Can we is be to done get yet? your head down, get to your phone, and take care of business. But before you go, give them the phone number for Tight Lines Guide Service and your website so they can find out more about what you offer. Yeah, we got. Oh, hold on, we got two coming in. Take them. Take them. Teal right above us. Let's see. And maybe too high. Too high? But he got his head down. That's why we lost his phone. That's fine. Yeah. He's whistling. Not hearing any shooting, though. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him either. You know, that's the main thing. He's long-legged. He's running across that pond trying to get that bird right He's now. trying to chase a wounded. That's right. Probably. He's playing dog this yeah, morning. Yeah, exactly Just right. call him Lab. Yeah. That was James Netzel with Tidelines Guide Service, live in the blind today, having a pretty decent shoot. He's got five already and some action still going on. Hey, it's about time for our gun owners of California, lucky it, winner, and it It could me. be. It, it could me. be. Uh, 2022, 52 guys at 52 weeks raffle is winding down with just six more weeks, but tickets are available Ooh, for the 2023, 52 guys at 52 weeks. They're uh, available through gun owners by giving them a call to the office at 916-984-1400. And you can get all your tickets for next year. They only cost $50 and that includes your membership to gun owners of California for 52 a year. 52 chances to win a gun all year long for 50 bucks. 52 reasons to listen to us every Saturday. Uh, that's a fact. You it, might be the winner. If that's you don't right. listen, I'll keep it. That's right. We might not. Uh, we might tell you. Winner number 46 of the 2022 gun owners of California. 52 guns. 52 weeks raffle. Ticket 405. Lee Robb of Orangeville. Lee, you've got a Browning A5 semi-auto shotgun in Max 5 camo and 12-gauge. There's a turkey toy if That's I ever a heard of duck one. gun's what that is right there. Uh, they'll be sending you down to do all the proper paperwork on your gun. Uh, make sure that you get your tickets to support Gun Owners of California as America's oldest pro-gun political action committee. Hey, Ken, how many of your buddies have called yet and said how many pheasant they've shot and how many dove they well, shot and how many turkey they shot in the fall? You know, we should uh, let everybody know that are striper fishing and bass fishing and fishing on the Delta that it is opening day of pheasant season and that they're You'd have a better chance of opening day a unicorn season anymore than a wild, <laughs> wild rooster pheasant. It Purple seems unicorns. Like. Yeah, but uh, but a lot of folks still do hunt around the delta. So if you're sitting there striper fishing, make yourself known. 
uh, if you hear dogs and guys up on the levees and what have you. But yeah, it's a uh, it, but fall season, you know, fall turkey, fall dove. I haven't seen a open. turkey. I haven't heard any going to I roost. I saw turkeys. Yeah, <laughs> got a video. Did you post that on? No, your... I didn't post it. But yeah, twenty five of them walking yard. through my yard in Roseville. Kent's yeah. front yard was inundated. By the way, the little spots you see on the stuff, don't step on them. You'll slide. Yeah, no, I saw that. But, you know, they they're, they're uh, they just kind of cruise by the neighborhood it's once in a while. It's very majestic and nice to have them cruise through. It's when they stop and stay for long periods yeah. of time, they're no fun. I don't you know, think it'd be hard. I could have popped through the sunroof on the Tundra and got one. <laughs> you could have <laughs> like reached, <laughs> reached out the camo Camaro yeah. you were hiding yeah. in and grabbed them by the neck. That's how many of them are out there, and that's what's going to happen in California with pigs before we know it, too. Yeah, they're, they're, just, they're everywhere. They're all over town. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back from that, the man himself, Mr. Steve Carson, the director of Penn Fishing University, has got everything you need to know about long-range, short-range, and everything in between right after this. Lines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout kokanee or landlocked salmon or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta water Waterways. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fished. Avoid the hassle. Go with Tightline's Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's killer fishing gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Their trained cell staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fishing Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. 
Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week is the man himself, the director of Penn Fishing Universities, our own Steve Carson. Good morning, Senior Tuna. How are you today? Well, I'm locked in the house. I've got uh, the barbed wire up, and I'm like uh, Charlton Heston in that movie, Omega Man, Nobody's Coming In. Mr. COVID has got me again. Oh, Steve, at our age, we don't need these kind of visits. Oh man, I'll, I'll I, I'm taking the new stuff, uh, the Paxlovid. It's working, so uh, you know I'll be out of here in uh, no time flat. Well, that kind of screwed up your trip for next week, didn't it? Yes, it did. Thanks for reminding me. And where were you going to be going next week? <laughs> I was going to go out for bluefin tuna uh, with our friends on the Pacifica, and of course. I was just checking the bite so far this morning. Wide open. Uh, A little bit of weather came through, and, of course, it's late in the season, so not nearly as many boats are going out. But the ones that are going out are still catching them. Um, Our friends on the Pacific Queen, and I'm not sure what time they started fishing this morning, probably around 2 a.m. It just kind of depends on exactly where they went, and, of course, they're not telling. But so far, they've got 34 bluefin tuna on the boat, up to 100 pounds. Oh. So, a, it's November. What you know? What can you even say? The long-range boats, you know, the boats that are going out for eight to ten days, are certainly catching plenty of fish down there. That's a more traditional place to be at this time of year. Um, you know, the boats going down to the lower banks are getting some yellowfin up to 350 pounds, and uh, you know, probably more significantly, they're getting a very good number of. Wahoo, nice yellowtail, and mid-sized tuna, just uh, just to fill out the limits. So it's hard to go wrong. Just uh, the more time you have, uh, the longer you should go fishing. And Sep, it's hard to believe that Christmas is only about five weeks away. No. So thanks for the reminder. Time to start buying so, Maryland stuff. So, Did you get that job down at Bass Pro Shops working as an elf then? Uh, one, uh, no, oh, I, yeah, I did, but they fired me when they found out I had COVID. Oh, again. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good call. <laughs> <laughs> they said, we don't want you near anybody. No. But, no. um, but you can safely, if you, if you want to wear a mask, you can, you can safely look me up on YouTube and the, the hot gift for the, for the, the tuna fisherman and really anybody that goes fishing for anything bigger than 50 pounds. And I don't mean in their heads. I mean, actually in the water, they should be looking at least at one of the new pen fathom two speed, uh, lever drag reels, which are just now starting to arrive in stores. And I did a number of different videos, which can be safely viewed away from me, uh, uh from the, uh, the ICAST show. And I was just checking to see what the, uh, the search words were on on YouTube. Uh, if you want to see my uh, iCast videos, it's Carson Pen Fathom 2022, and you'll see three or four different videos that I did, depending on how long you want to watch for uh, regarding those, and just general bluefin tuna rigs. 
uh, not necessarily the newest, and that includes discussion of the Penn Internationals. Just put Carson Riggs Bluefin, and you'll see both short-form and long-form videos of just general uh, rod and reel recommendations for uh, bluefin tuna of different sizes, and that's the kind of that's a thing. The school of bluefin tuna that comes up under your boat on any given day or even given hour, they may be 15, 20 pounders, and they may be 315 pounders, and you don't know till you get out there. And so that's why you need to have the five rigs that you don't leave the dock without. And um, they're just, you know, and by the way, Northern California anglers are not immune from bluefin tuna fever, and that's like a whole nother thing. So it, it's already happened in some areas up here. These oh, guys, yeah. These yeah. guys are going, oh, you know, we only had to go 15 miles last time, but we went 60 miles out today. And I'm thinking, holy crap, I'm not going 60 miles out for anything. Well, you know, see, if you came to San Diego, you could get on a nice boat, boat that would be like 100 feet long, and you'd feel a little better about it. Your water is about 100 feet less rough than it is down up here, too. We've got different seas out here occasionally that uh, can talk to you when you're way, way out. You you are exactly right. But but I, I think that really the deal is the boat's in San Diego are set up made for, for these it. longer trips. They're made for got, it. big, huge fishing you know, platforms. And, and and God bless all the guys from James Smith to whoever up there is running live bait trips. Uh, the typical, even the small boats down here carry a couple hundred scoops of bait, and the long-range boats can carry a thousand scoops of bait. And that's not, that's not hyperbole. I mean a thousand scoops of bait. And that just makes a giant amount of difference in terms of how you can affect the school of, of tuna uh, and make them bite. Uh, a school of migrating tuna has kind of got a mind of its own and wants to go where it wants to go. When you can start brailing live, live chum into the water, uh, you can make them change your mind and hang around the boat for a, a few minutes or a few hours and just turn a, turn a good catch into an outstanding catch. And sometimes it is that activity of the 20, 30, 40, 50 pound tuna around the boat for a while that will catch the attention from a distance of the 100, 150, 200 pounders and make them want to come up around the boat. Well, Steve, with, so, you, missing, with you missing this trip coming up, uh, obviously with the bite very strong going on down there, what is your next date that you're heading out? Well, I've got an eight-day trip the first week of, um, what month will it be? It'll be December. Well, you haven't uh, yeah. got that long to wait to get back out there. You'll be all recovered and ready to roll. Exactly. And uh, uh, exactly what we're going to do, impossible to say. Um, I'm just going to kind of hope for the standard eight-day itinerary, which is we will go down and either, whichever is biting best, either hit Alios Rocks first and then check the ridge out or Go to the ridge first, and if it's not working, then you check Alios Rocks on the way out. The ridge is a very long spot. It's about 125 miles long. So you kind of run up and down it and try to figure out where the fish are uh, one end or the other. It's, are there going to be a lot – would there be a lot of boats staggered along that stretch? A, a lot is a relative term. Again, you're talking about, oh, you know, over 100 miles, and there might be at that time of year three or four boats total. That's nothing. You're by yourself, in other words. Yeah. That's uh, perfect setup. 
Well, Steve, it sounds like you might be missing a great trip here, but you got another one to follow up on it. And, folks, if you haven't seen the five rigs that you need to carry, I'll post it for you. Steve sent it to me. We'll get it on the Facebook page, but I'm sure it's available on everything that Steve is posting for Penn, too. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, It's been pretty popular. Um and uh, until the fish change the way that they're that they're behaving, and or the, uh, I suppose it's more likely in a real world that the big fish are going to go away, and we'll be back to catching small and medium fish. But uh, as long as they're running in such a large range of sizes, so regularly, it's not like a two hundred pound fish is a dream that you'll that you'll maybe see once in your life. They're common out there, and as long as the fish are running in the sizes that they are. Um, with the frequency that they are, uh, again, have you ever, well, there's Kent Brown sitting right next to you catching a fish that the world record is 22 pounds, four or five ounces, depending on whose fish you want to count as the record. Four. Uh, okay. <clears throat> um, yeah. And that's not counting the 25-1. I still uh, count Buck Perry's fish. Sorry, I don't know. Oh, well, okay. What was okay. Buck Perry's fish? 22-4. Um, There's a fish from Japan. He, it's very does controversial. He ever go, does he ever go out with only five rods? No, I'm suspecting he has a lot more than that. Yeah, just like Senior Tuna, I was going to say something when you said, make sure you have five, the five rods that are needed. Well, apparently you're rigging up for six or seven people when you show up with a box full of rods yeah. and reels. Yeah, well, there's needs and there's wants, and we all understand they're not the same. So we've got to start out with the needs. And yeah. and just like golf clubs, now, Tiger Woods, with his broken leg and all, could beat any non-pro with a frying pan. But he always goes out with at least 14 clubs. You know why he goes out with 14 clubs? Because they don't make 15? That's, <laughs> that's the limit, and he'd carry more if he was allowed to by the rules. There you have it, your golfing tip for the week from our long-range expert. He wouldn't carry any of them. Somebody else would get paid to carry them. Yeah, well, That's right, another right. story. That's a fact. No <laughs> question about it. Well, Steve, I'm sorry you ended up with COVID and had to cancel your trip, but we look forward to your report on the next one that you take off on the first week. Hey, of look on the bright side. You're immune for sports show season. <laughs> uh, you know, I actually am looking on the bright side, and you are exactly correct. There you go. And we will be talking. I'll be in contact with you about seminars and everything at the International Sportsman's Exposition this year. Steve's going to be back talking long range, short range, and as I always say, and everything in between. Steve, thanks for hooking up with us today. We appreciate it. We'll look forward to hearing from you next week. Talk to you soon. All right, guys. Take care. Just a great guy. Such such How the hell knowledge. Do you get COVID when all you do is sit on a boat in the ocean. Uh, maybe it was the other guys on board the boat maybe with him so. in the ocean. Hey, speaking of boats in the ocean, let's go to one right now. Let's head up. Are you in Crescent City or are you in Brookings? I'll bet he's in Crescent City this morning. Let's go live to my good buddy for many, many years, Mr. Steve Huber with Steve Huber's Guide Service. Live coming to us from, where the hell are you? Crescent City? I'm at home. I'm at home. <laughs> good place to be <laughs> you right big now. sissy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they got a little bit too big this morning. So oh, the just... little rollers out the gate were there? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. You hit 10 feet and you got a small craft advisor, it's time to stay home. Yeah, it's probably a uh, good, clue, good clue to that. Now, did page the clients... two of the captain's license yeah, book. <laughs> the question is, did the customers call you or did you call the customers? No, we already knew it. We already knew. We were watching it as it was coming up during the week, so... 
they were they were they they were in the same boat we were. There, there's no sense on going out there getting sick. So we ran yesterday and uh, broke the new Mercs in and uh, dropped the new crab rings and hoops and picked up a bunch of crab and uh, you know it's just just getting started for the crab season. Steve, you've got an absolutely silly opportunity up there. There are so many people that want to get out on the water in that area just to check out that area. But once they get on the water, you've got a plethora of every type of species you can get your hands on there. Tell our listeners a little bit about the fishery that you that you're guiding in. Yeah, so we uh, we have the opportunity of taking ten rockfish and two lingcod and cabazones mixed into the rockfish, and uh, we have got a great variety of blacks and blues, canaries, vermilions, um, chinas, cooper, coppers, browns. Um, there's vermilion. There's there's a lot of uh, variants, and uh, we're going to see some changes come up, and they're going to limit some of the colored fish. But uh, the black and blue opportunities up there is just you know, it's you can fill your freezer, and so right now we're running combo trips where you can take your ten rockfish, two lingcods, and ten crab home, and uh, that's pretty much gonna. Um, you know, supply you a pretty good set of meals there. How's the crab in action going to stack up up there? Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah, so the, the boats have been tucked in really tight because of the wind's been bad and the waves have been bad. But yesterday, the last two days have been really good out there. Um, you know, we're in about three weeks before the commercials will be in. Um, so we're able to take that bigger variety of crab. So we're getting a lot of the commercial-grade crab out there. Um, you know, the only, you know, difference is, is these new rings are just a little bit different. you got to check them every two hours. Um, you know, the crab like to get in and get out of them. I sent my GoPro down in one of them in the shallow water. And, yeah, it's pretty interesting to watch them get into that thing. And Doesn't take them long. Do. Doesn't take them long to no. find it, does it? No, it sure doesn't. You get some good stinky bait in there. We're using uh, octopus right now. And and uh, squid and so uh, once they get going uh, they just keep coming man yeah octopus and squid that probably is set outside for four or five days probably is a pretty good bait the octopus octopus, i'll let it get a little stinky but the squid we keep fresh so um it's frozen but um they do like it that scent seems to travel well and uh some of the leftover tuna albacore uh, heads and bellies and and stuff we uh we fill those too and um just got to get a good mixture out there and uh we're running four rings right now and that's just about enough uh enough to get the the boat the limits so and then a couple of trips well it, you've got the best of all the worlds going on up there and then uh you also run up and work out of crescent city too during a certain time during the year too right yeah, I'm in Crescent City right now. So Crescent City will stay open until the end of the month, uh, end of December. And then um, once these next set of storms come in, we'll run back and forth from the ocean boat to the river and start getting ready for one more push of salmon up the Smith and the Checo. And then uh, then eventually turns over to Steelhead and uh, ocean boat will come out and we'll be in the river until March. And then... We'll flip back over and put the ocean boat back in and go back to work again. So we're all pretty much concentrated all in Crescent City, and 
and uh, Brookings and fishing in the rivers and the ocean right out in front. Well, I know that you're looking forward to your opportunities to get back over on the Checo. This is the time of year that the big kings start coming in, too. There's going to be some great opportunities there, and uh, you're one of the few guys with permits on the Checo. Yeah, we have one of the upper permits uh, to get up in the wild and scenic area, and so um, it's beautiful without no motors. Um, you know, it's, uh, I think there we're down to, I think, 28 permits or 22 permits, depending on who you're talking to, but um, it's pretty limited, so it takes the, the, the group and cuts it in half, and so... Um, until we get about halfway down to can you use a motor on the drift boat, but I'm still from the old school. I still like to put the oars out and go to work on the oars. Yeah, I'd like you to work the oars too. It's a lot better than me working (laughs) oars, that's for sure. We'd be yeah, go- we're sitting in the new we're sitting in the new boat and the new Pavati is just absolutely crazy. We got a pizza oven in there and <laughs> two heaters and the door to step in and he's roughing um, it, it's folks. Made a, it's made a big difference in trying to get in the drift boat and only one for me. only one pizza oven. Only one pizza oven. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But yeah, well, that doesn't show the fish. Like, tell them what you got sitting on the dash that you're watching the fish with. Oh, and the new boat we got, yeah, the new boat got brand new Mercs, so uh, they got broken in. We have the Lowrance 16-inch, the 12-inch with the autopilot just got put in, and then we got the 7-inch in the back, so we we are fully rigged. We put a life raft on this year. Um, and it's it's fully functional to get out there and go everywhere. And yeah, we've taken it 50 miles offshore to go chase albacore. So um, it's very efficient and very clean running out there, folks. So, if you want to, if you want to head, if you want to head up, folks, and have a great time in Brookings or Crescent City area, get a hold of Steve Huber, Steve Huber's Guide Service, true gentleman captain out there. He will show you the world and he'll show you how to catch all the fish under the water. Steve, give them the hookup information they need so they can find out more about you and book a trip with you. Sure, you can reach me toll-free, 866-531-FISH. Check us out on the web at com, and our Crescent City website is crescentcityfishing.com, and Facebook and all the rest of it works too so yep we try to post everything we can get uh not every fish goes on the website so um we still got to have a little bit of clean stuff but i guarantee you're going to come home with enough fish to eat all right give me that phone number one more time 866-531-FISH steve you have a great one say hey to the bride and i'll talk to you again real soon all right guys good talking to you have a great show steve seth cut your own phone off that's not easy to do you but turned I, your microphone off. You didn't hang up the line. Instead of hanging up the line. Yeah, that's the way it works yeah. around here generally. I can uh, screw up everything. How and long have you been doing this radio show? About an hour and a half now. Okay. Hour 34 minutes plus 25. First time in a radio studio? 25 or 26 years on top of intimidating. that. Intimidating. Hey, isn't it time for Get a Clue? Get me out of here. Get a Clue. 
Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. So, we got some weather this week. It wasn't a whole lot, but it did alter water levels in our lakes, reservoirs, and rivers, and that's a good thing. However, this change also created hazards and some dangerous conditions. Think about this as you launch your boat on a ramp that's shorter than the time that you used it last. Concentrate and be careful. Keep a close eye on your locator and a sharp eye on what's ahead. Watch out for mounds and floating logs and debris as a rise in water level always releases stuff that's been lying along the shorelines. Plus, landmarks and familiar spots might appear different in higher water conditions. Wear a life jacket and make sure everyone in your boat wears one too. It might save your life. You know, speaking about life jackets, if you'd like a new one, a brand new life jacket... Here's your opportunity. We're going to give one away. It'll be the fourth caller today. Call 1-800-920-1140. I got a free life jacket for you. If you've won recently, give somebody else a chance, okay? Hey, get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. 
Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Zep. Good morning, Kent. How's it going, guys? Well, I'm sneaking out again this weekend. I'm headed up north to the Klamath River to do a little steelhead fishing with my grandkids. And hopefully this works out a lot better than my hunting trip did. We're going to go up there and i got a float trip scheduled for the afternoon. We're going to float down the Klamath and hopefully catch us a couple steelhead. I will let you know the progress of how we did when we get back next week. But to look forward, what's coming up? Well, it's November. That means Turkey Day is coming and we all love Turkey Day. Then the day after, Black Friday, a lot of us got to go back to work and work long hours. Well, we're going to open the store probably about 8 o'clock on Friday, and we're going to have some super specials. We're going to have more guns marked down to cost. A lot of guns marked down 15%. Uh, we're going to have clothing marked down anywhere from 40 to 60%. We'll have fishing equipment marked down. We're going to have ammo marked down. We're going to mark down all kinds of stuff and we're going to run, a, it's going to be a early morning special which will run from when we open till about noon and then of course around noon we'll raise up the prices a little bit to compensate and you know your wife's down spending your money at the outlet stores, why not come on down here, spend the money, buy yourself a new gun, buy you some ammo, pick up some clothing, whatever you need and don't forget Fishing equipment makes a great Christmas gift. A brand new 22 will brighten up the eyes in any kid's day. And, of course, ammo and all that. So that's about it for now. You guys have a fantastic weekend, and we'll see you at the store. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Zip Hendrickson. Well, Mr. Brown, uh, we're wrapping this thing up here pretty quick, but there's a lot going on, dude. There is. You, know, you got... had you had some entertaining bass interviews on your show this morning. i got to tell you, hearing those young kids as professional as they are, I've got to know who's grooming them all, daddy and Dads mommy? Dads and moms and, and every other bass. Those kids were raised on launch ramps, you know. I mean, I had Laker Howell on, who is Randy Howell's son. Uh, who just qualified to go on to the MLF tour, and, and Marshall Robinson, who's Marty Robinson's son. And uh, these kids have grown up at Bass Tournament. So it's grown cool up. He just grew rich. One of them got $50,000. Yeah, 60 actually, last ah. weekend, I think it was he won. But, uh, yeah, and, you know, I mean, you look at, at Lake Shasta, for example. This week we've got the uh, the Wild West Bass Trail Championship going on up there, Sep. And, you know, Hayden Lee is a name you see in the standings all the time. Well, that's Robert Lee's kid. He won four Bassmaster tournaments on the Delta. So it was just long line of them. It's, it's cool to see. Where are you going to be fishing now that you got that new toy? I do have a new toy. Let's and, tell and, them uh, about it. Well, I've got it's a, a party new toy. It is. I've got it. I just picked up a new 2023 Ranger 520R. 
Uh, Gee, I bet there's a lot of people out there like to get their hands on one of those right, right now. How the heck do you get one well, and they don't? I get to be the boat rep for uh, California, <laughs> so that works. But anyway, it's a it is it's a really cool boat, and I've been waiting on an R boat for about a year and a half. So I've, I've been uh, uh, not that I've been slumming by any means running my my older boat, but it was uh, it was. Uh, been waiting on this one so it's fun it's a 250 mercury four stroke on it yeah but you talk like show, it's nothing it's a showpiece it's a showpiece it's a showpiece for lawrence i'll tell you that it's got four hds 12s on uh, bass boat technology double stack mounts and uh you know a ghost trolling motor and active target and three in one and wild guess what kind of electronic expenses involved retail at retail about 20 grand Nothing to it. Yeah, about twenty grand. Sell one of your children. Yeah, that's right. That, but you know, you don't have to have that. I mean, I. It really isn't necessary no, because I've survived this long without four. It's, it's well, yeah, and it's <laughs> you know, I mean, you can go talk to the guys at Gone Fishing, and you can, you they can get you hooked up into a bass boat for about half that set. You know, I mean, and you're going to catch all the fish that you've ever caught, and, and a few more, and uh, you know, new four stroke technology and new boats and warranties and all the fun stuff, but. I got uh, this thing's a showpiece. It's, you know uh, how impressed I am with the Mercs. Yeah, the quietest running engine I think I've ever dealt with, and I've had all of them. Come to think of it, including yeah. Suzuki's. Well, I've never, you know, as I as I tell people that in uh, in my career, I've never looked over my shoulder at anything but a but a Mercury product on on the transom of my boat. So yeah. uh, you know me. I mean, you you know, I've I've stuck strong with Mercury for many years, and those people in Fond du Lac have taken great care of me. Yeah, so. that's one of the nice things about being in this industry. When you, yeah, when they identify who's helping them, they take good care of you, and vice versa, you take yeah. real good I've, care of we've them. We've got a long-standing relationship with the folks at Mercury, and and when I when I say that it's the best outboard motor on the water, uh, it's because I've got thousands of hours with one. Yep, it, it's a nice toy and yeah. a beautiful picture. Have you got that posted up on your? I website haven't yet? posted it yet. I didn't want to post it on Veterans Day. There was too many other great posts honoring our veterans. So well, get it I up there I so would, folks uh, can see what there. the latest and greatest. Well, is. we're going to do a little walkthrough on it. I'm certain of that. There'll be a video before we know it. Yes. Let's head to the Delta. Let's find out about striper fishing out there by hooking up with Jeff Suhu of Suhu Sport Fishing. Good morning, Captain. Hey. Good morning, guys. Well, tell us about it. How are those $4 mud suckers holding up? Oh, the mud suckers are holding up. You know, we haven't had a bite yet. We just dropped them in. Don't see a whole lot. Water has cooled off, as you can imagine. You know, a few degrees here, but the uh, water color looks good. We're down here in Bras Blue right now, poking around. Uh, it was a grind last week, Seth. Well, tell us about what kind of a grind it was. You had a full oh, moon. Saturday, you had I had a f- my first keeper. Until eleven o'clock. Ooh. You know that yeah. that requires a lot of moving and a lot of attention to that little box on your dash, doesn't it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You can imagine the stress going through me and all the thoughts going through my head. I'm well aware. <laughs> I guided back many years ago, thirty years ago, and when you didn't have a fish by ten o'clock, you were praying for a dink. You were praying for a bluegill, anything to hit. And fortunately, yeah. yours did around eleven o'clock, but. The, these things are out there roaming around looking for bait, and it's it's chasing time, isn't it? It is. It is. You know, we 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 made a move and we got into them real good. Saw a couple of fish here and there. Then they just lit up, and it was pretty wide open fishing. Um, that gave me my plan for Sunday. Sunday, I ran straight there, thinking I had both tides to fish it, and they never showed. They but, never showed up. That's kind of strange. Well, it just means that you weren't at the right venue, apparently. That, 
I got a I got a note here from a friend of yours and mine, Mr. Mike Graver. You might have remembered him. It says oh, uh, Mike there. Yeah, he sent us a text message 32 minutes ago, and I am certain he is listening to us back in where the heck is he? Tennessee, Kentucky, God only knows. He's in Tennessee. He's in Tennessee. Yeah, he's in Tennessee. And the note says four dollars a mud sucker! Exclamation points across the page. That ain't right. <laughs> And oh yeah. I don't think there's a guide out there that thinks that's right. How many do you end up buying before you head off in the morning? I have I bought as much as I could get this morning. I think I got uh for two days worth. I'll probably get some minnows depending on what happens today. I got uh what I got today, fifty, sixty of them. Well, you're gonna be giving them mouth to mouth if they start getting a little lazy, aren't you? Yeah, you know, you know, they work, they work dead. You know, they work. Sometimes they work real good dead. Sometimes they work better dead. Well, but uh, apparently, you got the right bait. It's just the wrong price at the time. Is this is this cost based on the shortage and the lack of water and everything we're experiencing, or is this just something that somebody's taking advantage of a situation and charging more? Oh no, the trappers can trap bait. You know, with that big die off with the red tide. Um, and uh, they're getting very little baits. And I yeah. think the biggest thing is a lot of the guys are trapped in the South Bay. They're they're just selling to the guys down there. They're not, you know, instead of having to drive all the way up here to, to drop off bait because they get, they're getting so little, they're just offloading everything down there. So we don't get a – there's not a lot of guys trapping anymore. Well, your best technique is we've had that full moon coming through here. That can't be a great thing for us. It offers the opportunity for those fish to feed at night. Do you think that has something to do with the slow action from last week? No, not that slow. Should not have been that slow. <laughs> yeah, we we had that slow and more when we went to Pyramid Lake a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> so still talking about Pyramid. Huh? <laughs> hey, when you get spanked by God, you pay attention, and <laughs> we we got spanked. There's no question about it. Well, the striper action is going to pop. There's no question about it. Guys are going to have to move into the right areas, find those fish, and once they do, it's going to be Katie bar the door all the way to March, isn't it? That's it. Yeah. yeah. Yep plenty of opportunities and then the big spring spawn will start taking place and it goes crazy then too folks it's just a game of being there at the right place at the right time i have screwed up tremendously the last few times because i have been chasing fish action i have been chasing reports from guys out there saying i gotta go do that i go do it five or six days later it isn't the same body of water with the changes that we're going through in our lakes and our weather systems and the barometric changes that are going on don't do what sep did don't chase fish because they're hitting them make your own date and hope to god you hit them on the day you go out you've got a better chance than waiting for it to get better in my opinion kent what's your opinion Put some ring gear on and go. Yeah, well, you're bass fishermen. <laughs> you guys are bulletproof. You know, put some ring gear on and go. But. Jeff, do you agree with me on that? That's it. That's it. Well, you're right. It's just a matter of being in the right place at the right time, folks. And if you wait, you may miss it. And that's what we did at Pyramid by like two days. You can't catch them on the couch is the famous saying, right? Yeah, I've caught them on the couch before. Yeah, but They right. just aren't worth bringing in. No, no, not at all. Jeff, give them all the hookup information they need. they got to get out there on that big boat with Suhu Sport Fishing and get into some Delta Striper action. And it is going to bust, folks. You just need to be on the boat when it does. Check us out at Suhu Sport Fishing. Um on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, uh, website is uh, Sport Fishing, S-O-O-H-O-O Sport Fishing. Uh, see our schedule. Give me a call. Booking weekends only right now. So we got some few days left in December. 
give us a call, get on the books, get you on the fish. Hey, if you guys remember or ever fished with Mike Graver, this is Graver's recommendation for filling in for him. And don't take that lightly. Jeff, have a great day on the water today. All I right, hope you don't you have guys. to wait till 11. And good luck with those $4 mud suckers. Thanks, fellas. All Bye-bye. right, take care. Jeff Suhu, Suhu Sport Fishing, having some fun out there. What do you think, Mr. Brown? Stripers? You know, yeah, I mean, the Delta is really good for stripers, and they're catching some good fish and catching numbers. Isn't the bass hitting pretty good? Out a little bit, yeah. I mean, it's 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 that fun fall time where... Uh, you don't know it, what you're going to pull out of the open, Yeah, and it kind of opens up how you can catch them, whether you're, you know, little square bill crankbaits, you can catch them on plastics. You know, it's always a good spinnerbait time of year, this time of year on the rock walls, and um, the fish are still in the weeds. You can, you know, punch them doing that, but the stripers are... are numbers coming off the 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 rock banks the riprap banks and guys are catching them uh, throwing like a rattle trap just look for that structure anything that might hide minnows and well probably... break up the current and you know anything that'll that'll put a twist in the current and gotcha. slow it down speed it up all that fun stuff just keep changing until they cooperate with right. you folks right as we do in every week we're going now to the editor of western outdoor news mr dave hurley joins us right now to talk about more northern california angling opportunities good morning dave Good morning, gentlemen. I'm glad you guys are talking about stripers because this these next two weeks between now and the 1st of December, you know, water temperature is 56 degrees. It hasn't got into that 40s yet. This is prime time for bait fishing for stripers. That's what I love to do is sit out there on that anchor, let that striper just pick it up and run with it. So I, this, is the, this is the time. This is my fun time. I don't know if you heard my guest earlier in the show, Jim Gilly, uh, won the Virgil Striper Derby with a 37-and-a-half-pound, 45-inch striper. Yes, I did Bait see that. fishing. And, and I have been in contact with Virgil's, and uh, they're looking at changing their derby to a target length next year, which makes me very, very happy. That would make everybody happy. Yeah, it's one of the only uh, large fish derbies that still exist. Uh, those kind of a thing of the past now. I'm happy for Jim Gilly, but hopefully we can make some changes, especially even if the slot limit doesn't change. A couple of things. Uh, Lake Comanche planted again. Um, uh, now we got 3,800 uh, pounds of mountain lass and trout in that lake. They're pretty scattered out. That lake is uh, getting cool. You know, it dropped from 65 degrees to 56 degrees in one week. Oh, action's uh, on at that temperature. Yeah, yeah, action's on, but there's a lot of grass uh, that's dying, so you really got to clean your lines a lot. But uh, the more fish they put in there over the time, that trolling is going to get better and better. Uh, as far And the bank fishing a couple days after the plants, and they've been planting like every Thursday, that's a good time to go to the North Shore or the South Shore Marina. Lake Amador is still pumping out. They put in, apparently there's a 15-pound uh, amigold in there, a lightning trout, and they dumped another 500 pounds up to 12 pounds yesterday. And there's been some big fish there, mostly caught off the bank. This is a really good time to go off the bank at Amador. And uh, uh, those amigolds, you know, these lightning trout have really kind of taken over everything. Even Collins Lake is planting uh, lightnings now. So people seem to really like that unique little strain, especially bank fishermen. So that's been good. A couple of things. Uh, Rick Powers called me after he talked to you guys because he couldn't get through. But he wanted to let me let you know. It's wide-open bluefin at the Cordell Banks right now. Uh, apparently, the reports are coming in. Guys were out there. Commercial guys were out there yesterday. Bluefin everywhere. So we'll see what happens in the next couple of days. Well, it's you know they'll be, guys will be making the runs as soon as they hear that out there. Some of the guys are probably calling their buddies already saying, get your heavy gear. That tuna mania is just unbelievable. But, yeah, he said it's uh, incredible. 
uh, uh, next week on the 19th, there's going to be a trout bout at uh, Oak Grove Regional Park in Stockton. It's their annual event. They're going to be planting in there. And that is really a great event to take a child to. Uh, it's, they line up bump wall-to-wall out there, but uh, they'll put some fish in. And I usually go after the derby's over when things calm down a little bit. But it's a great place to take a kid. And we're having more of those uh, trout derbies and little things as we go along fishing in the city. As we get into the winter months, they're going to be planting all these lakes, so that's wonderful. And if nobody's ever been to a Fishing in the City program, I've I've gone to bunches of them and given out stuff and handed out freebies and whatever, but it is so cool seeing the young kids, the smiles on their faces when they hook those fish, and just as important as the smiles on the parents' face standing behind them watching what they're doing. Parents sitting there crying while their kid's holding up a fish with a smile on his face. Those are the experiences that imprint in children and adults and keep the outdoors in all of our minds. At least they do in mine. Oh, absolutely. That's the best thing. You know, those pictures from those early days. Hey, Kent, I got a bass report from uh, Don Pedro. Yeah. Um, we got some a good spoon bite if you can find the bait. Yeah, and that, yeah. Should, that should be happening on, on most of the Motherload Lakes. The spoon bite on Maloney should be the same way. Um, you know, they'll, they'll definitely catch them, uh, doing that. So it's, uh, it's that happy time of year, probably at McClure as well. Uh, anywhere there's spotted bass and, uh, and, uh, they're going to be doing that, but McSwain. Yeah. All those, all those lakes will have it. And the other thing too, we want to, we want to remind everybody because we have a lot of crappie anglers, uh, is they have dumped rocks at the end of the launch ramps up at uh, Clear Lake. You can get in street, easy. Fifth Street and uh, and also down at the Oaks, so you're not falling off the end of the launch ramps due to the low water. And um, I'd just like to caution everybody. You don't yeah. know how far they put those rocks out. Just go as far just, as you need to. go slow. Don't go as far as you can. Yeah, go slow and, and uh, be conscious of it. But uh, it, they're saying we're going to be able to launch through the winter now, so that's, uh, that's a good thing. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, that's the first good report I've heard about Pedro in a long time, which is perfect because we have the NorCal Bass is running a special veterans uh, event next week where the proceeds are going to go to a veterans organization. Nice. It, he's got about 40 boats out there, and uh, I, I'm really happy. I love to see when people are supporting others when, with their tournaments. Well, and, Pedro uh, has popped up on the tournament schedules for next year. We'll see some major events down there as well. Uh, that's fantastic. So that that's good news. And McClure, Ryan uh, Cook. Stuck a, se- a seven-pound largemouth on a jig yesterday. So there's a good jig bite from five to twenty feet. So that happy time start- of year. Things are starting to happen. And, uh, <laughs> even though that is low, you know you can get in and you have both launch ramps. So that's that's kind of exciting thing. So the launch ramp conditions are always something people should pay attention to. Really good news about Clear Lake. And yeah, in case somebody heard about it, uh, Eagle Lake, they did the same thing. They, you're going to leave the ramp in the water, the docks in the water until November 29th, which, which case it'll be like hard water. And uh, you'll be able to launch. They've also got rocks down at the end of it, so it's not a big massive drop-off or anything. So you can still get out there. But again, be careful when you get out there. Dave, I want to thank you as usual for giving us some great opportunities that we don't have time to cover here on the show but folks if you have the opportunity you need to get a subscription to western outdoor news and dave's going to tell you how you can do just that just real simple just go to wonews.com and i think the digital is your best deal it comes out on tuesday those reports are actually written on monday so you're getting them one day within within 24 hours of the time that the information's out there going to cover both northern as much as we can anything hot up here as well as what's going on in southern california lots of how-tos and uh features so that's fantastic i think there's great information there mr dave hurley the editor of western outdoor news thanks dave we'll talk to you again soon guys have a great day 
Well, Mr. Brown, are you going to go fishing in that new boat, or are you just going to polish it for the next couple of weeks? A little of both, but uh, yeah, no, we're uh, we've got to get it on the water and get it broken in. So it's it's going to mean a trip like up to Oroville or maybe down to the Delta or something. Because what'd I'd, you do with the 150 pounds of crap you pulled out of the other? It's boat? It's all stacked up in the garage. We're getting ready to go in this boat. That see. means the boat is out on the driveway right now. No, boat's in the garage. It's uh, it's. How I'm not going to let it. Get, you got well, more crap in that boat than I I do, but we've got it all squared away. It's like and, a floating uh, retail. It's store. a tackle store. <laughs> what it is yeah so uh you don't want to see pictures of the garage so. i called him up and i said hey you got any crappie jigs he goes crappie jig no, no. i said yeah i don't either yeah I wonder why well you do now i want to thank you all for listening i hope you'll join us again right here next week this is sep that's kent that's Marilyn in there and thanks to chris for filling in till next week this is sep tight lines everybody We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.